There is a dark place, but I'm not going there. No, no, not on my way. There is a dark place, but I'm not going there. No, no, not on my way. Hi, I'm Jordan. And this is Or Learn Parkour. It's a podcast. And what it's about. Who's to say? Who's to say? I mean, we say, because we're the co-hosts. That's about ADHD. (laughs) Because we have that. Yeah, actually, no. This whole time, long con, we have just been, you know, lying. We don't have ADHD. (laughs) We definitely are super, super, super neurotypical. We just wanted the street cred of having a learning disability. Yeah. You know? I'm kidding. That's a... F- yeah. Like There's we no definitely do have for that. I do. You do. We do. We super do. And this week, we are back in your ears, or on your page, or in your head, hopefully in your heart, to talk How, about... What? Why would we be in their head? What sort of <laughs> Elon bullshit where we're just projecting the podcast directly <laughs> into their brains? <laughs> Maybe if people are listening to this like 10 years from now when they're going through our backlogs and that's just like how podcasts are. (sighs) It's really, really unsettling. I'm just trying to accommodate for everyone's experience here. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's right. (laughs) If we are in your molar implant. If we're we're in your Google glasses. Damn it, I was going to say Google glasses. Mm -mm, That's me and Cammie's thing. I got it. (laughs) I got it on. That's fair. That's fair. You could have Google glasses. We don't need your Amazon Alexa. We have our own Alexa. Okay. And she's here with me to talk about something that many of us have gone through. Something school. that it's school. Yeah, okay. Okay. I was I had this whole like bit, but Okay, well that's what's fine. the bit? Walk me through it. That's not funny anymore. Well, okay, but like it could be funny. Let's see what we can do with it. Let's take these ashes that I've thrown <laughs> out my of my deceased earth. joke you have cremated and tossed back in my face. Yeah. Let's make a phoenix out of that. Let's make a phoenix out of that urn. See, the problem is... Can you imagine if that's how urns worked? If they turned people into phoenixes? Well, you know, like, or if, like, people just came back to life from their ashes like phoenixes, but, like, we didn't know it. So, like, the first time it happens, right, someone just has, like, an urn, and all of a sudden the urn explodes and there's a baby. (laughs) Oh, God! That's even worse than I was thinking, because I was imagining it exploding and there being a bird, which is in and of itself terrifying. But the idea of it exploding and it just being a baby thing. It's a whole baby. It's a whole ass human. That is admittedly better than it being like half a baby. Yeah. Thank you. Was it King Solomon? Thanks. <laughs> Who's the king? I think it's King Solomon. Probably. But it was somebody one. in the Bible who was like, just cut the baby in half. But the thing is, there's though, enough to go around. The thing is, though, is that that was a test. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like we, I did get I, that. Okay. Well, I'm just explaining for people who maybe did not grow up in a Christian household or with the cultural Christian zeitgeist overshadowing your entire life. That's fair. So for those of you who are not familiar with this parable, no babies get cut in half. No babies were harmed in the making of this parable. It's a test because two women want a baby, a baby that already exists. They're not like, I want a baby, babe. Yeah, we wouldn't have a lot of problems that we have now with the um, conservative base of the country, I think, if that was actually a a story canonically in the Bible about two lesbians (laughs) in the Old Testament who wanted to have a baby together. Um, 
Is that not what happens in Ruth? Okay. Anyways. Again, if that was actually what happened, we wouldn't have a lot of the problems we have today with people being that's a yes the way that they are about people's sexualities. This is true. Anyways, yeah, no. It's a test mm-hmm. where one of these women is like, this is my baby. Mm-hmm. And the other woman's like, no, it's my baby. And then instead of like... I don't know. They didn't have like, like DNA tests or no, anything no, back there. No, no. But like instead of asking for like witnesses or like, <laughs> you know, just seeing which one the kid looked more like, King was like, all right, well, I guess we can just cut the baby in half. And then one woman was like, sure, okay. Which, <laughs> all right. <laughs> what did okay. you want a baby for then? Yeah, well, and that's where it's like, whoa, okay. And then mm-hmm. the one who is presumed to be the actual mother is like, oh, no. No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. We will not cut the baby in half. And the yeah. whole idea is supposed to be that I'm realizing now John Mulaney, I think, did a whole bit on this and it's called the top part. And that's like his whole stand up set was based on that. So whoops. But what was your. If he has a problem with it, he can meet us behind the Denny's. Yeah. Him and Nick Kroll still have a lot of um, a lot to answer to. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean, I said once to meet me in the pit and nothing. So pit is empty. Crickets. Crickets fill the pit. It's horrifying, actually. It's a terrifying pit. <laughs> I wouldn't want to meet you in that pit either. Yeah, no. It's powerful, though. It is powerful. So what was your bit to get us into talking about school? I forgot now. Well, you talked about how, like, a lot of us have gone through it, and then I interrupted you right about there. So you didn't get much out. Yeah, now it's gone. Well, good thing your idea won't burst into flame and present as a baby in front of us. Just explode on my mantle. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah, free bird. <laughs> but then it's a real human baby. Oh, oh. I don't want it then. Don't get me wrong. I do love a bebe. Mm-hmm. I'm related to several little bebes. Most people are at one point in their life or another. Mm-hmm. Most, yeah, most people are actually bebes themselves. That's true. Uh, Something like 70, 80% of people, I think. Yeah, at least. At least. Rumors are it's higher than that, but who's to say? Who's to say? I'm skeptical. Call me a conspiracy theorist, but I do like to question finite and I wanna, verified factual information. I want to see the tapes. Oh, well, so for posterity, folks, it's <laughs> December 1st, 2020. Rabbit, rabbit. Yep. I, what? That's like a thing you say on the first day of the month. That's supposed to be good luck. Nice. Thank you for sharing good luck in this little Blanket Fort studio space. Well, we thought some of you might need it if you are going through what this episode is here to talk about, which is finals. Yeah. So there's your good luck. You don't even need this episode now. What are we doing here? You want to go go talk about? No. Okay. Yeah, it's really not the same since they No, they don't have potatoes. potatoes, so I yeah. don't care. I don't care anymore, Taco Baco. Um, Taco Baco, you've broken my heart for the last time. Taco Baco, come get your box. It's full of your things. It's in my closet. Come get it. I don't want to see you again. I'm donating these chalupas to Goodwill if you don't come get them in a week. Remember that cheesy gordita crunch locket you got me? It's going to go in the garbage. No joke, I'd wear that. Not a real one, because I feel like that'd be messy. Well, I don't think a cheesy gordita crunch would be a good locket. Like, you couldn't have something stay in there and be protected. If you put a picture in a cheesy gordita crunch, (laughs) it's actively making the picture worse in terms of quality and general experience because you peel open that gordita crunch. And not only is the photo starting to, like, disintegrate over time because of the tomato acid, but it's also just gooey and wrinkly. Why don't you just laminate it? Okay. All right. (laughs) You're telling me 
that you want a gordita crunch hanging from your neck with a laminated photo inside? No, see, I'm imagining you get it from Taco Bell with the photo inside, and it's like a really fresh new take on like a soulmate AU. You know, think outside the bun. Live moss. I'm coming around to the idea. Thank you. Instead of like <laughs> tattoos yeah. that tell you when you're going to meet your next soulmate. Like, it's not their first word. <laughs> it's just a laminated photo of them in Cortina. It says something There's about a- your relationship, whether you like <laughs> bite it or into it first. Like, is it like fortune cookies where you have to like break it in half and then like eat half of it and look at the picture and then eat the other half? Because if you do it in the wrong order, it's bad luck. Uh, I don't know. I know that my friends broke fortune cookies on their heads. <laughs> was that luck. a luck thing or was that just a like, ah! I mean, I think it was a combination because it mm. was teens. Mm, so teens. the combo of this sounds correct on some level and also destruction and pain. Great. Sure. Sure. All right. Um, all right. Sure. But speaking sure, of teens. Right. Yes. Teens, y'all are probably facing some final exams, final reports, final projects. Hopefully, if your professors are real chill, you're not facing a lot. Yeah. If you're a professor listening to this and you've got finals coming up, like, rip you. I'm sorry you have to grade those papers, but... Or a teacher, actually, not just professors. This is true. Teachers, professors, TAs, teens, potentially tweens. I feel like they were trying to start finals type structure when I was in middle school. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Potentially people who are older than that. Yeah, no, if you're a student and you're quote-unquote non-traditional, which is, like, such a weird way to put it, of, like, Mm -hmm. you're a non-traditional student, and it's, like, I'm two years older, but thanks. Slightly nicer than being, like, you're an old-ass student, you know? Yeah, no, that's fair. But anyway, so no matter what kind of student you are, good luck. And what were you saying to educators? Also, good luck and hope you're being chill. Don't be mean. Yeah. Can we all just take a beat, please? Oh, speaking of things that are good tidings for this season. Do tell. Tide me over. Page, Elliot Page, welcome to being your full authentic self in public. I am so stoked. I know that a lot of other people are on the same page as me, but Elliot Page has come out as trans and their new pronouns are he, they. Okay. Uh, Elliot Page formerly starred in Juno and Incep- oh, nice. Inception, the Umbrella Academy most recently is Vanya. Dope. Rock on, Elliot. Big news that hit today. And again, for posterity, it's December 1st. And I know I just saw that on Twitter like a couple hours ago. And I mm. was like, like I teared up a little bit. It's just really cool to see one of your yeah. like childhood heroes, right? Like yeah. just thriving and being their full authentic selves publicly and Hell feeling yeah. comfortable and safe enough. But also like the courage that took for him, I'm sure was just massive. Yeah. I'm sure there are probably people who are not stoked. And to them, I'm just going to say you're wrong. <laughs> and we should all be stoked that Elliot gets to be fully themselves because that's, yeah. that's, all, that's what we all you know, that's what we all need. That's yeah. what we all deserve. We all deserve space for that. Um, Absolutely. Congrats, Elliot. Yeah. That is rad as hell. I did not know that until just this now, moment. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I kind of forgot to say anything to you beforehand and or I thought you maybe probably had seen it because you're on Twitter a lot more than I am. But I also was... I was like, oh, I got to mention that because <laughs> it's dope. <laughs> I was not on Twitter because I was real deep in a pizza. I was having a blissful moment with a barbecue chicken bacon ranch cheddar couple slices from Demos. So 
I was so glad that you have just really fully embraced the heartland culture here in the Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was always a fan of like ranch pizza. Mm -hmm. Dip your pizza in ranch, everybody. It's a way of life. It is an enlightened way of life. It is not my way of life. That's okay. If you like ranch, you probably will like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a homemade pizza. This and is true. If not that, then if you got some of that garlic butter stuff mm. that I can dip things in, like <laughs> garlic butter is a worthy opponent for Shorzies. Yeah, it's good. Okay, so in true form, we are <laughs> several minutes in and we have not done anything of quote unquote substance for our podcast, but that's kind of the whole thing. Thank not you. much substance here. Just <laughs> It's just gordita lockets. I feel like there's a moderate amount of sustenance in a gordita. They're pretty filling. Okay. So tell me about school now, please. Yes. Mm -hmm. So today we are coming to you hot and ready. Nope. (laughs) No. Own it. (laughs) Let the audience know what kind of person you are. Keep it in. I am little Caesar. I am a pizza pizza. (laughs) Twas I that set the crazy bread aflame. Rude. I'm so sorry for wasting all the crazy, crazy bread. bread. And my mouth just started physically watering. I felt the energy. Uh, I felt the, the desire radiating <laughs> off of you as soon as I said crazy bread. I love garlicky, cheesy, hot bread. Yeah. What's not to love? That's a very good point. I think if I had to name and commit to my favorite garlicky, cheesy bread situation, it would a 100% be Red Lobster's Cheddar Bay Biscuits. But crazy bread? I get it on some crazy bread. Yeah, I mean, say no to crazy bread. Yeah, that's definitely really indicative of the type of people that we are, I think. I got taken to Red Lobster a lot as a child, I guess. This is the kind of person I am. The kind of person who your favorite, like, gross, base-level, greasy, cheesy, garlicky bread is Mm -hmm. still Red Lobster. It's very in line with, like, say, our favorite college drinks and, you know? Yeah. I mean, you are a chef and a baker, so like this is also true. It's, I also you're do. allowed to be <laughs> a little bit more um, Paul Hollywood about your. Oh no, opinions. I don't want to be Paul Hollywood. I take it back if that makes me Paul Hollywood. Well, don't change your opinions because of that. I just mean like you have opinions and you have very strong feelings about said opinions. I do. But you're I'm not, not a dick to people about it. Okay, that's the thing that worries me. Is he's but then mean. again, I've never seen you as a judge on a baking show, so time that's will tell. Fair. I almost did that, but then I was told I wasn't allowed to compete because I was the only professional there. Um, well, it's not judging a competition, though. Yeah, that's a different thing. We can cut this bit. I don't want to elaborate on it. That's fine. No, I think the audience <laughs> needs to know. <laughs> the audience needs to know. Except for, like, for real, though, I live, I get to live with Jordan, so I get to just eat really good food, like, anytime. (laughs) Anytime. It's amazing. We Um, have a thing called the Rawlings Rule, mm. where Jordan, if I'm not feeling great, or even if I'm feeling fine, but I just don't feel like cooking, and I say, can I invoke the Rawlings Rule? Jordan will make me food, as long as I do the dishes. Yeah, as long as the ingredients are in the house, and she does the dishes, that's the Rawlings Rule, and it goes for pretty much anyone whose house I'm in. Unless I hate you, but then I probably wouldn't be in your house. Not that I'm in anybody's house, really, right now. No, but it's the Rawlings rule, because it's been along for a long time in your family. And your family has existed since before 2020. This is true. Or has has it? I I can't really Are you just a figment of my imagination? No. Jordan was just telling me this earlier. The AI software that we sometimes use to level out our voices can't always tell us apart, which is weird. (laughs) 
It's kind of terrifying. I hope y'all can tell us apart. Yeah, I mean, we can tell ourselves apart pretty easily. This is true. And we think that we don't sound anything alike, but apparently the robots, you know, maybe that's how we'll escape them. That's how they won't get us. (laughs) We'll just keep that one in our back pocket. Maybe we should be quiet about that then. Okay, yeah. Um, I should just generally be quiet, probably. Well, I just want to say, before we move on to the topic of our podcast uh, like half an hour of recording in. Before we move off of the cheesy bread train, I want to give a shout out. How you doing? I'm good. I'm just trying to be quiet. Okay. I I just want to give a shout out to... <laughs> nope. Sorry. How's that being quiet going? It's going bad. Yeah. Okay. I want to give a shout out to the steamed pizza bagel sandwich from Bagel Shop. It's real good. And I miss it. That's all I had. We can move on now. Yeah. That's in Moscow, Idaho. Yeah, it is. Just figured we'd drop the location. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when people are like, look at this delicious food that I had at X restaurant or X location, which please don't do that right now. Don't be at a restaurant right now. But people post pictures like their takeout, say, mm-hmm. and then they don't say where it's from. Mm-hmm. What's the point? Legitimately. Like, what's the point? Yeah, your food looks great. Nice. I would like to also partake in said good food. I don't want to just look at some noodles. Yeah, I would like to eat the noodles. Please? Please. Yes. So Moscow Bagel and Deli in Moscow, Idaho, steamed pizza bagel sandwich. It's good shit. All right. Should we talk about finals? (laughs) We're really procrastinating, I think. Hey, that's on brand. (laughs) So we're, we're, this is a very authentic finals experience for us. Yeah. I mean, basically, what we're here to talk about is not necessarily tips and tricks on how to deal with finals and like school in general, because. I'll be honest, I don't feel super qualified even after seven years of academic It's like you have experience. a master's degree. You did it to, to some level of success, clearly. Yeah. Basically, this episode is just still like, here's some things we found helpful. Here's some things we really didn't find helpful. Yeah. And if any of that helps you, great. If not, Hopefully bummer. the laugh is at least a good break for you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where we can go from Cheesy Gordita Crunch Locket. Guess we have our first merch idea. What about like <laughs> Doritos Locos Tacos earrings? Those would fall apart immediately. Mm. Let's move on from Taco Bell jewelry. Okay. I don't want to like just sit on a joke, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like, fair. Had the life yeah, I feel physically like squeezed out of its little cheesy shell. Sitting on Taco Bell would just not be a fun time at all. And you're still, you're st- okay. <laughs> I'm agreeing with you. You're yes anding me on the Taco Bell piece of shit. <laughs> Um, you knew I had a theater degree and you chose this. I did. I did. Cho- I chose to do a podcast with you. You chose to spend time with a theater kid. Just kidding. I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. You're my best friend. Yeah. And if you're mean to her, I will come hit you with a baseball bat. Probably two baseball bats. We have two baseball bats. We do. And I have swung them both around at the same time. Yeah. My personality doesn't alter at all. When I'm holding weapons or things that could be used as weapons. But my personality definitely does enhance to a level. I was going to say, you're always that threatening. Yeah, but it's just like, oh, when there's a physical object in mm-hmm. her hands, okay, so just back away. It concentrates space. it. It's like a violence mm-hmm. talisman. I know. <laughs> it makes it sound like I'm some sort of, like, barbarian. <laughs> yeah, just uh, take that half damage when you're raging. I love that. Yeah, I think it's more actually more like fighter because I get like a second wind, Mm. you know? So I'm going to just let you talk about school now. Okay. So 
We are here to share some study tips for getting through finals, some things we tried that worked, some things we tried that didn't, uh, some other things that we've read about and heard from other people that work well to sort of toss out there. Everyone's different. Your mileage may vary. And I do want to preface for myself and say when I'm talking about things that I did in college, I was not diagnosed with anything when I was in college. Mm -hmm. I was just... I was just going commando. I was just... Just raw dog in college. Just jumping right into a three-year program in two years with undiagnosed depression and a learning disability. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. No, I mean, like, I <laughs> I got diagnosed with anxiety and depression mm -hmm. at the beginning of grad school. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get diagnosed with ADHD till the beginning of this year. Yeah. So, like, same? None of these were, like, methods that anybody recommended to us. None of these are, like, tried and true ADHD hacks. This is, for the most part, our our personal experience. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to share a couple of things that I did that worked and a couple of things that I tried that didn't work. Sound good? Yeah, and then I will do that. Wonderful. I, I will also do that. Delightful. I am shivering with anticipation. Don't. Okay, I won't then. Uh, so, you know what's better than saying yes and? Walking away. <laughs> Don't do improv, kids. Trust us, we live in Chicago. Oh. Um, not that there's improv to do. I've right been now. on enough Tinder dates in the city of Chicago to know that unless you are one of a thousand people, generally, like the ratio is about one to a thousand, you mm. are not funny. <laughs> I know it's a really bold move, but we have a podcast. We can do what we want with it. I'm That's... not trying to do this in front of a stage full of people. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you talking back to me. If you wanted to say shit, get on stage yourself. Yeah, no. People who heckle. Like, my uncle was like, if you ever did stand-up, I would heckle you. And I was like, cool, I would fist fight you. Like, I don't... <laughs> I do want to say, I do want to say, <laughs> I have I have met funny people in Chicago. Yeah, no, I know some of them personally. Yes, yes. Uh, they are just so few and far between, and this I've met so many others. And, like, I think that's also just a stereotype about Chicago. Like, mm -hmm. if you're in college-aged or your 20s or 30s, mm -hmm. you know several film bros. You yeah. know several improv comedians. Yeah. And of all of those people that you know, only a few of them are going to make it. Yeah. Yeah, that's just the odds. Um. Anyways, so. <laughs> Anyways, all that to say, this is personal experience, but some of these things do work and yeah. hopefully some of them will either work for you or inspire you to take a left field crack at getting through this. Because I think that that's one of the main like binding ideas of a lot of the things I've tried is just like sometimes you just have to forget the way that you're quote unquote supposed to do things or supposed to study and just like do what works for you right yeah and as always i mean we don't say it every episode but i don't think we need to mm -hmm. we're not doctors or medical professionals oh, we're God, not therapists no. we're not psychologists or psychiatrists etc mm -hmm. so like again these tips some of them we read on the internet this is true but, but we were college students we did our time yeah, yeah no i i feel particularly unhelpful for this episode but we can talk about that at a later point <laughs> all right so yeah i'm just gonna throw some of these at you first and foremost the pomodoro method is wonderful i think i've mentioned it on the oh, show yeah. before oh yeah but it's 
there's a lot of apps that will help you time this out, but it's a good way to, I think, just help experience time a little bit more clearly so you can stay on track with schedules, whether that's I have a four-hour block to study or I have six hours until I need to get this part of my project into my classmates or whatever it is. If you have like a timed online test or something, I don't know if that's a thing. But mm-hmm. it's basically working in half-hour blocks. 25 minutes is work time. Five minutes is break time. It keeps things interesting. It keeps things moving at a good pace. You don't get like stuck doing anything and you always have an end time to work towards, which I find really helpful. Mm-hmm. And then after every four Pomodoros, I think, you get a longer break. So it keeps things moving. Uh it builds in little rewards for you, those little five-minute breaks and then the bigger ones. So you always have something you're sort of working towards. I love using the Pomodoro method. Uh, it's really helpful for me to stay on track because where I get off track is I'll be like, oh, I'm working on this one project, but I need to Google this completely unrelated fact right now or else I will forget about it. And then it will go down a rabbit hole. But if I have my little Pomodoro breaks, I'm like, nope, I can just keep working on this for 25 minutes and I'll Google it later. I have a time set aside to do that. That's, again, my own personal experience. But Pomodoro method, I love you. Call me. Okay. I'm very uncomfortable with whatever (laughs) energy you ended that with. I was with you the whole way up until that. Uh, Cool. So I'm going to – thanks, y'all, for listening. Uh, (laughs) No, no, no. I have more tips. Okay. I have more tips. We can't – we can't just – No. I promise I will not talk about my feelings for them if Mm -hmm. it makes you feel better. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Just the unsettling energy of, like, call me. (laughs) And, like, you are very distinctly, in my experience, not a horny person. Not at all. But so the energy there was like, what is happening? Because it felt vaguely horny. <laughs> and I was like, that's strange. I would, this is a miss. Not not horny. I would say like maybe yearning. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. It was like, it came off as horny. Oh, and no. You're not, that's what I'm saying is I was like, because I know that that's not. Uh, I, let the I record know. state I that I am not horny for the Pomodoro method or anything else. Okay, moving on. Another general tip that i will give specific examples for what about major tip what about kernel tip they're demoted they are dishonorably discharged from this podcast i am dishonorably discharged from the podcast (laughs) (laughs) great i guess it's just me then (laughs) don't leave me here alone (laughs) Let me just leave some stinky military energy and then leave. (laughs) (laughs) It's we're in a blanket fort. Please don't leave stinky anything. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I just gave Jordan a very unsettling. A very unsettling. was an unsettling look. It was deeply, (laughs) deeply disconcerting. I was aiming for the smile on the big boy's face. You know what I'm talking about? Like the big boy restaurant. (laughs) I was thinking about like his face. (laughs) So I was trying to sort of. I had no context for that. I was like, what, big boy? <laughs> Where? But you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. He's holding yeah. the plate with the burger. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just vacant and hungry. <laughs> yeah. Which is admittedly how I spent a lot of college, so it comes back. Anyways, the other general <laughs> tip is do things while doing other things. 
You have an incredible brain for multitasking. And <laughs> do we need to come back? No, it's just do things while doing other things. Yes, and correct. But just the very, very basic bare bones of that just really took me to a different place that I wasn't <laughs> expecting. And it's just funny. Do things while doing other things. Yeah, like my brain was like, well, this no has been shit. or learn parkour. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to give examples. Uh, that's but... fair. I just, I don't. Uh, okay, Hachimachi. I'm useless today. That's okay. <laughs> We're diving into that college feeling. <laughs> yeah. I just had pizza and beer for dinner. I'm We're just... just sitting on the floor giggling uncontrollably. I'm wearing a giant hoodie and drinking soda. Yeah, I'm in unwashed leggings on a sports bra on my floor. So yeah, this is actually a very authentic college experience. Yep. <laughs> no, no, no. But let me let me give examples yeah, for this so it's examples. not just or utter bat. garbage. Just take me out. Franz Ferdinand me. <laughs> Too soon. He died over a century ago. And also I was thinking more along the lines of <laughs> The more recent reference, which is Franz Ferdinand, the group that made the song Take Me Out. They sure did. That was a banger. That smacked ass. Or, or I guess, yeah, no, assassinate me like a pre-World War One leader. I don't know. Rip in peace, friends. <laughs> Rip in pieces. <laughs> I think you did. They shot him, like, right in the stomach. <laughs> Bummer. That sucks, dude. It's a real bumsky, bud. <laughs> The real bummeroni pizza. Yeah, what did it? What do you think he said when it happened? I think it was bummeroni pizza. Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> As you can tell, I did not get a history degree. I did, and I can confirm that's correct. <laughs> Fabulous, uh, fabulous. So he, that's why you should got... trust these study tips because we clearly did great. Yeah, actually, uh, you can boil down world leaders who died uh about half of them have these really you know intense neat last final words in quotes mm -hmm. and the other half mm -hmm. roughly just all comes down to whoa <laughs> so there you go yikes bud you know I, I studied european history so straight white dudes you want to step to me with your world war one and world war two history knowledge i'm just gonna hit you with bummeroni pizza bud like, and then two baseball bat that's a promise <laughs> Brilliant. Can I explain this now? No. Okay. So, ADHD brains. I just really need the audience to know that what's happening right now is I have been put in a self self induced timeout, <laughs> just scrolling on Tumblr so that I don't interrupt. <laughs> yeah, how's that going? I didn't take my Adderall today. Great. Great. Can I finish my sentence, please? <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. I'm going to try my darndest. So, ADHD. God. That was. We both do that shit all the time because we both get sniffly because we we're do. in a steamy, stinky blanket for it. So don't at me. That one was not on purpose. Okay. I would have been looking you directly in the eye when I did. <laughs> That's true. Anyways, ADHD brains are very good at multitasking. So let your brain do that. I also find that it helps me to be moving or be active while I'm doing something. None of us are good at just like sitting and absorbing information if it's not a hyperfixation. So if you are knitting while watching a lecture, 
then you're going to retain it better. If you are dancing while listening to a piece of music, you have to learn. I used to put my script pages that I had to memorize in binder sheets so they were waterproof and tape them up in the shower and work on them while I was in the shower because, A, it was extra time that I was otherwise just, like, staring into space, disassociating, and, B, the environment, the change of environment made it easier for me to remember. And I was up on my feet and I was having a specific sensory experience instead of just sitting in a boring room. So do things while doing other things. Uh, If that means like go over flashcards while you're exercising or any number of things. I know a lot of people find this helps them to like getting housework done. If you're like, oh, I'm going to do the dishes while my shower heats up. Just like bundle those tasks together. And then also you're then going to have more specific sensory experiences surrounding. Interrupted yourself. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) great (laughs) what i was saying was you're going to have more specific sensory experiences that are going to actually help you recall that information it's sort of like if you've ever heard of that study of like if you chew mint gum while you study and then chew it during the test that will help you remember things you're just like linking those memories with senses and your brain is wired to do that already so that's a good tip hopefully hope it works i can say personally i love flashcards because it's a tactile thing they're portable and my fantastic therapist gave me a great tip when i was studying for my uh, ham license which i still haven't gotten to test for but that's another thing if you have the answers already if you have a study guide work backwards. Like if you have a chapter to read and then a study guide of questions to answer, like read those questions first. Look at the answers first because that's going to prime your brain to have a map to put that information in, to be like, so why is this the answer? I found that that really helps me. It just like puts a game in already made Um, because that's, that's the thing with ADHD brains is it's all about figuring out a way to make that motivating. Uh, ADHD folks are motivated by usually urgency, challenge, novelty in play, interest, and in my case, uh, sometimes it's just spite. Sometimes it's just like, I'm going to finish this essay and make it amazing because I wrote it on something that I like, and it's not a topic that I was supposed to write about, but your topics were stupid. Sorry, Ron. (laughs) But... Get f***ed, Ron. No, Ron's cool. I don't know who Ron is. I just... (laughs) (laughs) He was my theater professor in community college, and we had to write an essay on a famous director, and all the famous directors we had options to write about were men, and I didn't like that, so I wrote an essay about Antoinette Perry, who is who the Tony Awards are named after. Yeah, get f***ed, Ron. One of the other things that's motivating Mm -hmm. for people with ADHD. Yes. I think it's your last one on there, on that list. Being a contrarian little bitch? No. Yeah. (laughs) I love you so much. (laughs) But yeah, along the lines of those things that help ADHD brains activate and engage, urgency or procrastination is a big one. Like that sense of deadline. 
really just makes us go. And it's so frustrating because none of us want to procrastinate. Nobody is like, I'm going to make this 10 times more stressful for myself just because I want to. I mean, I don't want to say like blanket statement because I'm sure there is like at least one freak out there who's like, hmm, yes. sure, yeah. And by freak, I mean like, <laughs> wink, not in a like derogatory way. <laughs> if if I'm bringing some stinky energy today. If that's what butters your parsnips, <laughs> I'm just you're saying, allowed to be that? at least one person. Well, I just want to say does. like you're allowed to that, but I don't think that this podcast is going to be for you then. That's fair. But I digress. What I want to say about procrastination is give yourself fake deadlines. And more than that, because it's very hard for you to just be like, oh, I'm going to get this paper done three days before I need to. That's my deadline because your brain still knows. It's like, no, mm -mm, you made that up. That's fake. Rules are fake. Mm -hmm. That's not a real deadline. So make somebody else hold you to it. Get an accountability buddy to say, hey, I need you to look over this paper before I submit it. To give you time to do that, I need to give it to you three days before it's due. Or talk to your professor and say, can you look over my outline or rough draft of this project so-and-so date before the original thing is due? Make somebody else hold you to those deadlines because your brain will betray you and you won't do it if you're me. I won't do it. I would never do that. Uh, So I need other people to hold my feet to the fire. And that's okay. That's what professors are for. That's a totally okay thing to ask for. If you have a friend who is up for doing that and you can help them back, that's fantastic. Even if it's not a deadline thing, having a body double of just somebody to like sit there with you and do a task, super helpful, super good. Instead of just being like, I'm going to go study at the library. You're not going to study at the library. You're going to get a big-ass iced coffee and pull all of your highlighters out of a bag and play with them for three hours. We had such different experiences, my dude. (laughs) Half of my advice isn't directly against this. It's just like when I explain what I did in college, you're going to be like, are they hosting the same episode? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and that's all. Everyone has their own experience. Mm -hmm. So this is just mine. And sometimes I I could buckle down when I had some of those other factors motivating me. But if I was just like, I'm going to do this by myself, sometimes that didn't happen. So just being like, I'm going to sit next to my friend and read this play because uh, I have to finish it and not get distracted. And if we're here working on something, that helps. Body doubling is great for getting a lot of tasks done. I think my last tip from personal experience would be sleep. I know it feels like everyone's pulling all-nighters and you want to cram for that test and there's so much to do. A, sleep is going to help you do the things you can functionally do so much better. Sleep is so important for everybody, but especially for ADHD brains. Not getting sleep is going to make it really hard to remember anything for tests if you're staying up cramming. If you don't know it by the time you feel like you're going to fall asleep, you're not going to know it. Yeah, sleep is important. Just go to sleep knowing you've done the best that you can. Don't try and pull any sort of, I'll get up in the morning and finish it. You will not get up in the morning and finish it. That is the devil speaking. Unless you are one person I have ever met. This goes out to you, my wonderful, terrifying college roommate, Lauren, who is the only person I've ever met who is able to do that. 
I am terrified by your power, Lauren. But everybody else I know, I've never seen anybody else actually really be able to make that work. And especially for ADHD brains who are most likely on a delayed sleep schedule. That's super common. Your brain wants to fall asleep later. It's not going to wake up until later. You're not going to be able to do it in the morning if you can't do it now. The sleep is going to help you more than either of those things. So just like let yourself sleep. Yeah, no, what's that? There's that one post like morning you is a bitch. Morning you would sell your soul to Satan for like one corn chip. Mm-hmm. Morning me is a bitch. Morning Jordan's the worst. Yeah. I'm so sorry you have to put up with her. But that is what worked well for me. I will say what did not work well for me, but I gave the old college try, was uh, pulling an all-nighter by just filling a gallon jug with drip coffee and like half a bottle of Tarani syrup to make it drinkable. Mm-hmm. I did stay up all night, but it was not worth the next day when I'm, I'm pretty sure I had an ulcer. I very nearly shat my pants, and then I could not stop shaking until I just passed out under a table in the computer lab. So would not advise. Okay. And that's what I've got. Lex? All right, rip to you, but I'm different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I didn't do great at college. I have no idea how I graduated. Yeah, I guess the whole like triangle of like good grades, good social life, and sleep, mm-hmm. and you can't have all three. Mm-hmm. I just didn't choose to have all three. Mm-hmm. Uh, in undergrad anyways. Um, yeah, I mean, so here's the thing. The reason I said I feel useless for this episode is because I don't have any concrete tips. And there were many times where my friends in college and in grad school said things to the effect of, when did you get that done? How did you do that? And wait, where, how did you get an A? Wh- <laughs> where were you? Like, Just the constant, like, what? Like, I remember one time I was sitting in my dorm room with my friend Sarah, Mm -hmm. and we had the same class, and we were writing a paper for said class, Mm -hmm. and uh, we were chatting off and on. I had music playing, and, like, after, like, 45 minutes, I shut my laptop, and I was like, all right, well, uh, I'm going to go see what's happening in the lounge. And Sarah was like, oh, are you going to finish your paper later? And I was like, no, I'm done. And she was like, how? We were talking and then we were you were listening to me like you started looking up youtube videos and like i was like yeah i don't know because i'm one of those people that at least in school situations i do make myself procrastinate like i leave things till the last minute Mm -hmm. because i know that that's when i'll get things done yeah so i don't actually want to right when you were like no one i was like well mm." me (laughs) sitting here like "Mm." can i can i say nobody wants the stress of procrastinating sure if you could still have the efficiency i guess but the thing is that for adhd and most people the stress is what makes the efficiency happen right yes um but also when i was in fifth grade we had to dress up and do a presentation on uh like a famous person Mm -hmm. and i chose to do bill gates because i read this quote from bill gates about like you don't want to hire a hard worker you want to hire a lazy worker because the lazy worker will find the quickest most efficient way to get something done (laughs) and i was like nice and i ran with that (laughs) there you go uh 
and not even just ran with that. I think it was just even then in fifth grade, I felt so seen. I mean, I I talked about this a little bit before in episode two when we talked about like our personal journeys. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of times where I didn't turn homework in Mm -hmm. or uh, and especially in college, like so many things where I either wouldn't turn homework in or didn't go to class or, Mm -hmm. you know, like not really paying attention. Um, I remember in bigger lecture halls, I would just be like on Pinterest or Mm -hmm. mostly Pinterest because that's like the safest (laughs) social media to be on while you're in class. Yep. This was like pre-2017 Tumblr, so... (laughs) Gotta be careful. Yep. Yeah. So I, I'm. For me, it's less about like here's some tips and tricks because I am uh, the poster child for doing what you're not supposed to do, but getting by anyways, which I think <laughs> ultimately is really bad advice for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recognize what a little shit that makes me sound like. <laughs> Because I got a master's degree, and I don't know if I should admit this on our podcast, but here it goes. Which, in my defense, I was going through a lot this is in true. my personal life, mm-hmm. and my family was going through a lot. Uh, but I was high as balls. <laughs> When I submitted my final master's thesis, the Mm -hmm. thing that I've published Mm -hmm. and have a hardcover copy of, Mm -hmm. I have a book. I've published a book. (laughs) And do you know what I did as I hit submit on that final I mean, I do, because you told me. Immediately, because I was like, wow, I really just did that. I took a fat bong rip Mm -hmm. as I hit send. Mm -hmm. So I really am uh, a testament to what you're not supposed to do and or poster child for like, imagine what she could have done if she wasn't staying up all night just for fun (laughs) and then putting everything off until the last like 36 hours. But like, here's the thing is like, I was constantly rewarded for it. Yeah. Because I would get really good grades. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember grad school was really the first time where I had professors being like, you need to work harder. Mm -hmm. Like, you need to do more. Yeah. And so I think for me, to some extent, like, yes, I had undiagnosed ADHD and that can't be dismissed. Mm -hmm. But, like, I also was just a dick. And, like, (laughs) there, I know we don't like the L word as much around here. And I personally don't like it when other people say say this about me but like i was just really lazy i was a really lazy college student i was like Like, what l word are we going with here no lazy okay i i don't like when people are like oh well you're just lazy you're not doing it because like most of the time if someone is not feeling up to something they needed that break yeah or there's another issue at hand of like something that's blocking that from happening yeah or someone might just not want to do that and that doesn't mean they're lazy right that's yeah Um, no that's not a judgment of character yes don't want to do something exactly so that being said though there was a a lot of college that i was just like eh, i don't really feel like it you know yeah i'd rather just go to loves at like 3 a.m and drink with my friends and you know but then i got like a really good gpa and got into a master's program yeah and got a master's degree and now i have a podcast so there's that. Mm-hmm. Here we uh, are. But like, that's why I like sort of am just like, I'm not super helpful in this area because when Jordan talked about like what we should do for this episode, because I had suggested that we like do our school episode or a school related episode around finals week. Mm-hmm. And then Jordan was like, oh, yes, that's great. And mm-hmm. capitalized on that and gave you all of those super helpful tips and tricks that I hope that you learn from my mistakes and use Jordan's methods. <laughs> to- well, I think that your experience still illuminates 
I mean, like we talked about how urgency of procrastination is a very effective motivator and we can turn out some good stuff under that. Yeah. Well, and I I assume that I can't be the only ADHD person like this. Oh, yeah. No, that was Um, my whole, I would say, up until my junior year of college, mm -hmm. I operated very similarly. Yeah. I mean, not the the bong ramps so much, but. (sighs) Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm sure that there's other people who most likely have combined type like mm-hmm. me that you have a lot of energy. You mm-hmm. have no problem staying up all night. Mm-hmm. You have no problem capitalizing on your stress mm-hmm. to get things done. And often that's when you get your best work done. So you yeah. just choose to do that. And like, I know there's got to be other people who, like me, don't actually get very sleepy very often until you're mm-hmm. like horizontal or like warm. And I think that's one key difference, right? Is like you are a much sleepier person than me. Yeah. Um, like I never would have passed out on a desk. Like I admittedly had been up for like 32 hours at that point. Yeah, no. I mean, I drove 36 hours straight from Florida without sleeping and I was like driving the whole way. And I was like, well, here we are. I'm horrified to know that. I, well, that's the thing, though, is like, again, we're just different and that's <laughs> fine. True. We, yes, we have is. our strengths. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, and, and despite all the things that I'm saying, I, I just ma- mainly I don't want mainly I feel bad giving like, quote unquote, advice because so much of what had to do with me getting through college is that like, I'm really good at remembering things like memorizing things. Mm. Um, so like sit me in a library for 12 hours by myself with a spinny chair and I will remember over 180 slides worth of information and go take the exam and ace it two days later so like Mm -hmm. i am very much one of those like go sit in the library just do the thing until it's done bing bang boom you're done and like if someone was like how'd you do good in school i'd be like i don't know i was good at school like which i think a lot of people with adhd can probably relate to because like some child psychologists could probably tell us all why we're really good at school when we're little and then we're not when we're older and whatever Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that being said Even in grad school, when I had professors who were like, you need to work harder, I had other professors who were like, this is incredible. Why aren't you doing this for your thesis? Mm -hmm. When I had just written the paper five hours beforehand and it was like a 30-page paper. Mm -hmm. So should not have been that good, mm-hmm. but then it was. So it's kind of like, I feel like a dick when I'm like, yeah, maybe if you just try this or maybe this, like, because it's just like, I have no concrete, like, I guess if you want my concrete steps to success, don't stress about it too much mm-hmm. and then let the stress overcome you in a fun way. <laughs> okay. uh, play games to learn things like Quizlet yeah. games are really fun for me. Yeah. Uh, Lizard Point, if you are a geography person or you just want to be better at geography, which if you live in the United States, I suggest you should because, (laughs) oh, really, though, the United States has, like, an abysmal record across the board for uh, geography. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lizard Point, one of my faves, when I was taking regional geography, which was a required course for my major, I was having so much fun. Nice. Because you literally just have to memorize countries and yeah. names and land masses. and Yeah. So for a while, mm-hmm. I knew every country and every capital in the world. Nice. Can't do that now. That's but fair. I occasionally will just hop on Lizard Point and I'm still batting like a 90%, correct? Respect. Yeah. Uh, another suggestion would be like, just blast loud music in your dorm room while you're doing your homework or studying or whatever. It's kind of like helps in headphones, me. probably. No, I had speakers. I can't in good conscience support that if you live in a, like a dorm where other people might be affected by that, but do what moves you. I mean, it wasn't at night. Okay. 
people played music all the time. Okay, I, that's fair. I did not live in a dorm, so I will mm. definitely concede to you on. Okay, yeah, I was like dorm life. Yeah, no, I mean, I lived on Second West Olson. <laughs> You're a Taylor person. I'm an Olson girl. <laughs> See, I um, was just, like, comparing that to, like, if one of our neighbors was just blasting music. Yeah, but in, in dorm rooms, like, at least at Taylor. Yeah. Uh, Taylor University and in Olsen Hall on 2nd West Olsen. When I was going there, it mm-hmm. was very communal. Like, we had a communal bathroom. There was a lounge. Mm-hmm. You're friends with everyone. The whole mm-hmm. thing is, quote, unquote, intentional community. Uh, I have a lot of beef with uh, with my alma mater. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me really grateful that I followed that up with graduate school at University of Idaho because now when people are like, so where'd you go to school? I can say, oh, University of Idaho. And it's, in fact, the most recent, mm-hmm. so most accurate mm-hmm. and also still correct. But I don't have to tell people that I went to a really aggressively conservative Christian school in the middle of nowhere where Mike Pence spoke at the <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. at the uh, graduation ceremony. Mm-hmm. after i graduated so that wasn't while i was there but that was recent and yeah it's not great i will say a ton of professors and students were so up in arms about that choice because despite the fact that it is like labeled as a small evangelical christian college or christian university it is actually pretty diverse mm-hmm. in terms of thought at least when i was there like in terms of thought and theology so i didn't suffer too much but mm-hmm. i did also have people being like Oh, she has purple hair. I bet she smokes <laughs> and might drink. She might not follow the LTC, <laughs> the Life Together Covenant that we had to sign mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. as a population at school mm-hmm. every year. Mm-hmm. I didn't sign it my senior year, so <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, anyways, no, that's uh, that's vastly different than my like loud neighbors experience which like even in college i did not live in a dorm so i just had an apartment and we were on the bottom floor i am pretty sure my upstairs neighbors just rolled barrels around in their free time nice i don't i don't know what they were doing on our ceiling but okay it was a time and then our neighbors here who are wonderful um but the one time that i can recall any of them like blasting music was when our downstairs neighbor was just listening to the Twin Peaks theme on repeat for like an hour. He is a film professor. This is defense. true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and also when I think about the auditory habits of our building, mm-hmm. we are by far the worst offenders. Absolutely. Uh, but we live on the top floor. Yeah. So I like to think we're a little bit insulated from it. Um, we have lots of rugs. We do. We have tons of rugs. Actually, too many. If we had too many, I would be able to take some for my office. And we don't, so. I think I was lumping doormats in with that, but. We don't have too many doormats. I mean, we have more than we use in our house at any one given time. Like, we have backup doormats. We have a backup doormat, and it's not a backup doormat. It's our holiday doormat, because it says happy holidays. Well, we have that one, and we have the, like, spare target one. But that was an accident. But we still have it. I thought you were going to return it for money. I did, and they (laughs) gave me the money, and then we're like, you don't have to return it because coronavirus. Oh, right. So we just have a free doormat. Uh, if anyone in the Chicago it. area needs a, do- needs a doormat, uh, hit us up. Mm-hmm. Slide we into these DMs. We do have a cat-friendly household, but they haven't had much access to it because it's in a closet. Yes. I say much because they do manage to just get everywhere, but they do. 
anyways, uh, yeah, so my tips and tricks are not helpful because my tips and tricks would be like, I don't know, like, just fuck around and uh, get really drunk and then write a paper and turn it in and get an A and uh, then drink some more to celebrate. Can I throw a couple tips and tricks from the internet in here and then maybe sum it up with a way to make that a tip and trick? Sure. I, I don't know how you're going to salvage what I just gave the audience, <laughs> so go for I'll it. Just, I'll just go for that now. What I would say to anybody is figure out what motivates you. If it is procrastination and that does work really well for you, that's what works well for you. And that's like, don't let anyone harsh on that. Um, <laughs> if you want to play Lizard Point and those games work for you, like that's so valid. Jeopardy? Like, oh, yeah, Jeopardy class Jeopardy? Cloud, that's fun. That stuff rocks. It's rough when you... I'm assuming Zoom Jeopardy isn't super viable, but... Speaking of Jeopardy, rest in peace, Alex Trebek. But just pay attention to what motivates you, what circumstances you're in when you're doing your best work, or what blocks that, and then just use that to make your own rules. Hell How's yeah. that? That sounds good. Dope. Uh, I do have like a couple more great little things that some other folks have recommended. Um, One, the classic lo-fi hip-hop beats to study slash relax to background music. What's up? I forgot my other thing that I did a lot in college, at least when I was an undergrad. Hmm. Weightlifting. Okay. I really filled out that combined type like... Could not give less of a shit generally uh-huh. in my attitude about everything. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was like, I'm full of energy yeah. and ready to go. And so I just kind of like threw it to places. There you go. And somehow managed to get more than one degree. Yeah. There are plenty of people on the internet who will tell you how good exercising is for you. So I'm going to like point you to those people. Um, mm-hmm. But like, that's a thing. That's a, that is a, that is a mm-hmm. thing. Waking up in the morning, going Gross. weightlifting. Okay. Okay. I love that for you. Thank you. I want to just add that I didn't go gross to any of Jordan's tips. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't gross to weightlifting. It was gross to the idea of waking up in the morning. It was like, I don't know, wake up at like nine. Okay. That's fair. (laughs) College. All right. Were you about to say that's not morning? No. I think I was going to say that's not bad because it's not. No. Uh, But I had a weightlifting partner. Some other great tips that we have been given and seen are we know that ADHD folks thrive on a schedule. Uh, If you can manage to make that schedule for yourself, awesome. But sometimes it's okay if you are working on a task that's not like the thing you are supposed to do on your calendar. Give yourself permission to ride that wave. Give yourself some grace there. Like, your ability to hyper-focus and get that stuff done is a gift. So just, like, I don't know, give yourself permission to do that. And on the flip side, the thing that makes our brains really good at that, of just, like, linking onto a task, you can, like, reverse engineer that. And if there's something you need to do and don't want to, I do this with dishes not as often as I should, but fairly often. Just do it for, like, a minute and then walk away. Do it for a minute and then just, like, set it down and leave. I find that I I don't want to do that, but giving myself permission to just do it for a minute takes away like a lot of the stress that makes it hard to start, but then I'm doing it, so I might as well just finish doing it. Okay. Yeah. Wow, we are so differently motivated. <laughs> we are. We are. This is true. Um, I just get very Shia LaBeouf where like, I, I really have a hard time discerning where it comes from, mm-hmm. but if it's like time for me to do something, then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I got to do it and I just mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. Um, Like it might take me a while. Yeah. Look at 
get stuff done eventually. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, no, and I, I, that is true. We do have different motivations and stuff, and I will get things done eventually too. But that's just like a, like a kickstart method. That's yeah, just no, like the, that's like I'm just thinking, you know, like if I'm like, well, if I'm only gonna do it for a minute, then I might as well not even do it. <laughs> like that's where my brain goes. So like, that's why I'm like, um, okay, okay, I see. Well, <laughs> we're learning so much about each we other. Are. This is like best friend bonding. Wow, so special. Yeah. Um, so if that works for you, I've heard other people say things similar to that in terms of like going to the gym or something. Like if you feel really overwhelmed by that, just like put your gym clothes on and stop there. If that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. Or like put your gym clothes on and like just get to the gym. That's all you have to do. And then the, I don't know. That's my experience with it is like if you just break it up into a smaller thing, yeah. it will remove the the pressure of doing a big thing. But then like once you're there, you're like, oh, well, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that one, yeah. no, that's fair. That makes sense. <laughs> Versus my brain is just like, just do it, <laughs> and eventually You'd... my body's like, fine. Uh. I love that that works for you. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or on the flip side, occasionally my like impulsive rage will just be like, I'm gonna do this. Yeah, there you go. And if that works for you, fantastic. If it doesn't, hopefully something that we've said in the past like hour helps. <laughs> if it hasn't, that's oh, a bummer. That's oh, a it's a bum ski, bro. It's a bummeroni. It's a bummeroni pizza. It's a bummeroni calzone, man. I say, don't you know? <laughs> you say you don't know. I say, darn, take me out. <laughs> I don't know if we could keep that in the podcast. Was that less than ten seconds? I don't think that that counts as any level of copyright infringement. <laughs> and if any of you rats us out, two bats. Yeah, I got two baseball bats. <laughs> two bats. <laughs> I got two baseball bats. Listen, my great-grandpa apparently killed a dude or something. I don't know. With bats? I don't know. Are you just, like, re- referencing a... There's murder in my blood. <laughs> There's violence in my blood. Genealogical rage. Literally, though, like, no one's really confirmed if he actually killed someone or if he almost killed someone. But either way... <laughs> Did he, like, kill someone enough. and they got better? Yeah, no, I don't know. Well, I, and I don't know if it was like he almost killed someone, uh-huh. like he got in a really bad fight, or uh-huh. like he did kill someone, but like I apparently he was just a very angry, violent dude. And Dang, so okay. when you're talking about like the violence just really gets concentrated when you're holding mm-hmm. weapons. And there I'm like, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. I have, like, anyway, so don't tips. rat me out. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, I think like the last two things I have. Yes, I did just hiss at you, audience. Do you have some more rage you want to get out? No, I did have friends in high school who would hiss at people as they walked by. Mm-hmm. Elise, I know you listen. Elise? <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Doesn't least... that make it like 10 times better yeah, than it already it does. was? <laughs> Incredible. I love that. This is like one of the coolest, chillest people I know. <laughs> yeah, no, Elise, you're very, very rad. It's so hard to know. She just used to hiss at people. Funny. That's. I mean, sometimes I find myself doing like my tiger grumble when I get upset about things, but that's just like to myself. Yeah, no, and I mean, I'm like to be fair. In high school, they were doing it more so ironically, like for the comedy. <laughs> I of don't it. know if that's better. I mean, just hissing at people off the cuff without <laughs> any sort of comedy in mind, <laughs> but like gets hissing... into some interesting territory. It does, but like hissing at people ironically is I think its own type of interesting. Listen, I graduated in 2011 when making fun of furries was still popular, okay? (laughs) (laughs) 
I, a time-honored tradition. I'm much more inclusive uh, and less judgmental of people mm-hmm. at this point in my life. So now that's not exactly like the sense of humor that I drive with. Yeah, yeah. But in high school in 2011, yeah, made sense. I guess. <laughs> Sorry, what are the last two tips? Oh, geez. Um, If you're caffeinating, if that works for you in any sense, and you're on meds, specifically stimulant meds for ADHD, be careful with your caffeine and medication, I beg you. Just because caffeine affects us differently mentally doesn't mean it can't still be bad for you in large doses. You can go to the hospital if you drink too much caffeine in a day. So just be careful with that. Um, And the last thing that I will say, and this is, I guess, more of a tip that I would have liked to know when I was just a baby junior with my own place for the first time. Um, It's okay if your house gets messy and it's okay if you eat fast food or frozen meals for a week. I know I always put myself on a lot of stress of like, this is my house. I have to keep it clean and it's so messy because I have projects everywhere and I have to cook for myself because I have food in the house and it's not smart to spend money. And I'd stress myself out over food and about cleaning the toilet during finals week because I needed so many more things to stress about. But just like give yourself permission to find those shortcuts if you need them. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, keep yourself fueled, keep yourself, give yourself a safe place. If your house is messy enough that it stresses you out, just clear out one corner and work there. You don't have to clean your house. Yeah. Uh, my advice would be like, it's okay to just survive. Yeah. Especially right now. Yes. That is true Um, of finals and also life in general. Yeah. And I know I'm talking about my own experiences. Like I'm, I'm, I think I probably sound a little judgmental of my past self. I just wasn't a great person in undergrad. And so that's a lot more where my negativity towards my past self sort of comes from, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, is more like a judgment of like my past worldviews and thoughts and Mm -hmm. actions and everything. And not all across the board, right? But, you know, we're all figuring ourselves out Mm -hmm. all the time. We're all constantly just floating along in this life, right? So that being said, if you are someone who relates to everything that I said, I'm not judging you at all. And it's okay to just survive. Absolutely. And regardless, as long as you're taking care of yourself to the best of your ability, Mm -hmm. that's all we can ask for, right? Like, that's Mm -hmm. all we can do. Mm -hmm. That's all we can do. Yeah. So that's our finals tips that we've got. I hope some of those were helpful. If you have questions about anything else or some tips you want to share, please shoot those at us. Tweet us on the Twitter. Send us an email. Send us a carrier pigeon if you can find one. Uh, actually, don't do not do that. Our cats will probably eat it. But tweet at us. Y- yeah. Do we want to hop on over to the dopamine trampoline? I suppose so. Let's hop on over to the dopamine trampoline. Do you want to lay something on us? I sure do. Please do. Uh, I brought to the dopamine trampoline this week something that I didn't even have written down on my list, which is silly to me because I kind of just forgot. Uh-huh. Like, it, it does seem wild that I didn't have it on my list, mm-hmm. but it's something that I found in late college, and so it felt appropriate, but it's also something that I'm still obsessed with now, and I'm sure a lot of people listening will be like, isn't she, like, 27? Why is she like this? And to that I say... Mind your business. <laughs> um, <laughs> like what? Why don't you... Uh... Glossier. Mm. I love Glossier. Glossier, uh, if you don't know, 
It's a makeup and skincare brand that uh, first had its inklings of beginning in 2010 with the blog Into the Gloss by Emily Weiss. Uh, She had like a 15-year career before starting this blog about beauty and skincare and fashion and what have you called Into the Gloss. Um, And then in 2014, from Into the Gloss, Glossier was created, and it's a brand that is focused on not skincare companies telling people what they need, but hearing what consumers want and need and taking the those requests and ideas and putting it into action. Uh, it all started with a cleanser, priming moisturizer, lip balm, and misting spray. And it's wild to think that it just started with those four products and now it's a billion dollar company. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's Glossier. I feel like everyone at least has heard of it, right? Yeah. You think of the pink bubble wrap bags. You think of people talking about things like balm.com and boybrow. Like yeah, no, like I think most people who are in any sense of cultural <laughs> awareness are like, what? That makeup brand that like Visco Girls like? Okay. Like, I'll be honest, I don't think I knew about Glossier until I met you. Yeah, but that was still a couple of years ago. This is true. Anyway, so Emily Weiss, she started this company and now Glossier has different types of uh, makeup and skincare. They have a perfume that I love. Uh, They have Mm -hmm. some merch, including hoodies that are a light millennial pink. Like Glossier was one of those companies in 2014 to really capitalize on the millennial pink minimalist sort of look Mm -hmm. and kind of capitalized on that feeling and thought of like, I don't just want to have things that are good for my skin. I want it to look nice on my bathroom shelf, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so say what you will about the capitalism of it all, right? Say what you will about that. But it has the quality of makeup and skincare brands, right? Like Clinique, Estee Lauder, the things that our moms and aunts and grandmas used from the fancy big stores, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's really expensive a lot of the time. Yeah. So it brings that quality and that sort of curated brand mm-hmm. loyalty and experience, but for way cheaper than that. Uh, I recognize a lot of people are not that invested in skincare or makeup, and that's fine. That's just a thing that makes me feel so good about myself. I've struggled with acne since I was, like, 17. Mm -hmm. I went, like, my first, like, couple of years of puberty not having a speck of acne. I mean, I had braces and glasses, so, like, you know, I wasn't that, you know. Don't need that all at once. We'll pace you. Yeah, but I have... been struggling with acne since I was 17 and Mm -hmm. like I still struggle with acne 10 years later uh and so having a skincare brand that has really gentle products because my skin's really sensitive I have eczema and I have acne so having all of that stuff and then also having a brand that like actively promotes taking care of your skin and makeup right that you can use but the whole thing with Glossier is that if you're looking for like super full coverage makeup Mm mm-hmm you probably shouldn't be shopping at Glossier because their whole thing is like, quote unquote, natural beauty, right? Mm -hmm. Like their whole thing is like dewy, glowy, natural look, uh, basically embracing your skin as it is. Um, Mm -hmm. And anyways, Glossier is dope. I have currently on my body right now the pink hoodie because it was on sale for their Black Friday sale, which obviously I did not go Black Friday shopping. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I did go online and do the Glossier sale because it's the only sale they ever have mm-hmm. year round. And they're very transparent about that. Like they're yeah. like, this is the only time we do a sale is this Black Friday weekend. Mm-hmm. 
and they finally had a hoodie, the pink hoodie, the pink hoodie, the pink hoodie. They had it on sale. And so I got it. Of course. And I'm sitting on the other side of the mic from you, seeing you in this curated, minimalist, millennial pink hoodie. And you look dope as hell. Thank you. And their perfume, it's called You because it smells sort of different on everybody. Nice. Because it has like a musk feature that sort of picks out a different scent on everybody. Mm -hmm. And I've never gotten more compliments on how good I smell than when I wear (laughs) Glossier perfume. That's, I have not tried the You perfume, Mm -hmm. but I am all in for the mango and the cherry bomb.com. Yeah, no, their bomb.com is good. It's just really, really good lip balm. Mm -hmm. And they have lots of different tints and flavors Mm -hmm. and colors and what have you. They also have like the original Mm -hmm. bomb.com, which doesn't just need to go on your lips. You can put it like I use it a lot on my knuckles because like Mm -hmm. I said, I have eczema and it's that season. So I just have my little original bomb.com tube at work. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done that with the rose one too. That one makes a nice little. Yeah, you can use it. I I I guess I shouldn't (laughs) say you can't, but like I'm thinking about like if you tried to use the like the cherry. Yeah. Which is like some red blotches. Like (laughs) it's so deeply red. It looked like You've gotten a fight. Something like a greasy fight. (laughs) (laughs) You should see the other guy. Okay. Just covered in lip balm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. Um, it. There you go. So uh, I guess and the other thing, too, about Glossier is that it really helps simplify my makeup and skincare routine, Mm -hmm. which if you're in college or anywhere else in your life and you have Mm -hmm. ADHD, I don't know about y'all, but like simplifying things. Chef kiss. It is so beautiful so healing yes so good so beautiful so healing is correct um yeah yeah i just love glossier yeah yeah let's talk about your dopamine trampoline okay so i'm gonna keep it simple and throw it back today in the spirit of christmas in the spirit of school i'm gonna talk about one of my original favorite fidget toys before i knew what fidget toys were and i can't remember the name of them Tic Tac? No. Beyblade? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fidgets with a Beyblade. Don't knock it till you try it. What do you, you, what do you, you spin them and they do their thing on their own. You don't have to fidget with them. No, you like do the, you know, you have to like yeah. rip them. But then they spin. Yeah, you look at it. The spinny thing. That's not a fidget. But it keeps your, I don't know, it's a small thing. I don't know. <laughs> I just remember, like, constantly playing with a Beyblade or a tech deck. I played with okay. a tech deck a lot. What's a tech deck? Is that the little skateboards? skateboards yeah. Oh, yeah. Those Finger are sick. Skateboards. Uh, those are sick as hell. And now, a, now I want to go find a tech deck. I know. Well, I'm here's the thing. That's a great segue because I think that our toys would have gone really well together because my favorite were the little magnetic wire man figurines. <gasps> yes. They had the little magnets in the hands and yeah. the feet. Yep. And they were bendable, Mm -hmm. and you could, like, I would always stick them to, like, the side of my desk. Mm. I remember that there was a little magnet cat that had little wire whiskers. Cute. I loved those. Yes. They came in the little tins, like, folded up. Yes. Those were my jam. I loved them so much. I liked to build, like, towers out of them. I liked to, like, stick them like they were in a scene, like a climbing, I don't know scene going somewhere we're doing grace of the art of climbing i guess with our magnet men this just in yes they do have tech decks at target okay let's finish this episode and go to target <laughs> cool that's my dopamine trampoline see you in two weeks bye bye <laughs> no uh sorry i 
I got curious because I was like, well, now I want to get a tech deck because I haven't played with one in a long time. Yeah, I know that you should definitely get a tech deck. I might also get a tech deck. They're sick as hell. Yeah. A hunter, our friend Hunter got a tech deck and he was telling me about it oh, at D&D last week. And I was like, oh my God. Maybe we could get some tech decks and some magnet men and we could like skate them on the. Yes. That'd be so fun. I love your energy. We should do that. All right. Tell me more about your magnet cats though. No, that was it. Like I just, they were really fun to play with. That's your dopamine trick. Set is really simple. Yeah. Short, sweet, to the point. That was like one of my favorite toys. And I'm realizing in retrospect, like that was a fidget toy before I knew what a fidget toy was. Like I remember Fair. playing with them at school and sticking mm-hmm. them in my desk and like. Yeah. I think they... I talked about this. I was an eraser bouncer. Yeah. With like the. Yeah. Yeah. I bended those little dudes until they broke. Okay. Not on purpose, but just, like, they're wire. So if you, mm-hmm. like, bend them too much, the wire breaks. No, that's fair. Just the sadism. <laughs> purpose. I'm not. I'm it's, not it's, a sadist. I know this. I, like, I don't but know. Unless someone doesn't. out there is into that. I don't know. If you, too, want to be <laughs> a wire magnetic man who's <laughs> bent until you're broken, wink. <laughs> shoot us an email <laughs> better yet shoot me your credit card number yeah yeah all right that's all i had okay did you have any other like like what what would you say is like your favorite thing to fidget with now oh geez i have a very tactile job so that's true that's true so your hands are just in it they're just the busy so i guess buttercream frosting that's so valid though hey remember that one time when you had to make frosting that was like bright dark blue or whatever and then you had like blue up your nostrils for like a week oh yeah it was no it's because i had to use the airbrush yeah that's what it was i don't remember exactly but like your hands i forgot about that nose and your ears and like just randomly you would be like why (laughs) what is happening yeah no fun behind the scenes peak (laughs) if you've ever had i'm so sorry that i just was like remember when you had blue boogers (laughs) (laughs) no i think this is something important for our audience to know behind the scenes curtain from a professional cake decorator if you've ever had those like multicolor airbrushed cakes or cupcakes that were a fun color please know that your cake decorator was blowing their nose that color for the next week at least (laughs) it really is an airbrush that shit goes everywhere like they're fun you can do cool stuff with an airbrush but i'm so glad i don't have to use one anymore Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i like my nose being a normal color that's fair Mm -hmm. it was really funny though It was. It, it was, was good. Really funny. Uh, it was, and it's a fun toy to use. Like when I get to, I really like modeling with like gum paste. Mm. It has like more tensile strength than fondant, so you can get it a lot thinner, and it doesn't dry out as quickly. Okay. It doesn't like flake and get crackly as quickly. So like playing with gum paste is really fun because it's like pro mode mm-hmm. play doh, but also you yeah. actually can't eat it. Yeah. 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 I am a big fan of, obviously, tech decks. Yeah. But also, like, squishy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, slime, silly putty. Oh, my gosh. I had so many little egg things with did silly putty. Did you do putty. the thing where you, like, press it on the newspaper? And I did. I print? did. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, that's neat. But, like, more fun to me was just, like, rolling it around and flattening it out and trying to get, like, a perfect circle. Like, a perfect flat circle. It's impossible because we all have <laughs> fingerprints, but... Little little kid me had not learned that I could just like burn my fingerprints off yet. So. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I am too because Baby Lex would have done it. Yeah, I know this. That's exactly <laughs> why I said it. <laughs> Although 
Could be handy now. No, could be committing more crimes. Don't, don't, don't burn your fingerprints off. Please. I thought you were going to say don't do crime, and I was like, well, you can't tell me what to do. I wasn't going to tell you not to do crime. But then not do burning crime. my fingerprints off. That's That seems like a fair and just thing to ask your best friend and roommate not to do. I would appreciate it yeah. greatly if you did not burn your fingerprints off. Yeah, okay, I guess. Yeah, you asked nicely. <laughs> Thanks, Lex. Uh, well, team, this has been uh, a lot of things, and um, hopefully informational is at least somewhere on the list. <laughs> um, yeah, best of luck to anybody out there, student or teacher or staff or family and friends of people going through this. Yeah, basically, if you're alive right now and you're not a millionaire or billionaire, good luck. Godspeed. Yeah. I was going to say good luck on your finals, but yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's like the whole thing, right? Is like good luck on your finals and also good luck. Stay hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> I know I personally am just surviving. That is more than enough right now. Mm-hmm. And also apparently making a podcast with you somehow. We sure are. Because I forgot that we were doing two episodes in a row. Uh-huh. Uh huh. To make up for not giving y'all any episodes for like a month. <laughs> but we're back, um, baby. Yeah, we, we sure are. But I am looking forward to getting back to our normal schedule after this. Because I was like, again? <laughs> Podcasting again? <laughs> um, which, Maybe I'll just keep the blanket fort up in my room. Just whenever the urge hits. <laughs> hey, I'm feeling funny. Let's go. I don't need to get into my closet or my dresser. You're kidding. I was like, is this a... Is this a homophobia joke? Like, <laughs> what's happening? No. This is... It's my, because my room is not that big, and right now it's literally my bed and a blanket fort. Yeah. I'm not being homophobic, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make that really clear. No, I, I know this, and hopefully everyone else knows this. I was just like, wait, closet, and my brain just... So maybe I'm, <laughs> maybe I'm the homophobic one. Maybe the real homophobia was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) Oh, no. This is terrible. Let's end this episode. (laughs) You're the one who kicks off the end credits. Okay. This has been our Learn Parkour from Wholehearted Production Company. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, (laughs) Stitcher, and most places where other cool people find their podcasts. Special thanks to Grisha Perito for our fantastic cover art design. You can find her at Petalhop, that's P-E-T-A-L-H-O-P, on Instagram and Etsy and Twitter. She's wonderful. Go say hi. Tom Rosenthal, also thank you <laughs> for your album, Keep a Private Room Behind the Shop. It smacks ass. And you know what else smacks ass? The song we used for our intro and outro, which coincidentally was on that album that you created. I'm talking mm-hmm. directly to you, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tom Rosenthal. Thank you. Bless you. There is a dark place. Smacks ass. It might even whip ass. Ooh. It's, a, it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. Um, follow us on the social means. We are at or learn parkour on the Twitter. We are at we are WPC on Instagram. And we have a fancy website with more information and a contact page and even a press kit now at we are WPC.com. Yeah. Yeah. It's powered by Weebly. So fancy. <laughs> Shot at Weebly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
We're not sponsored by anybody, so. We aren't. That's why it says Powered by Weebly at the bottom of our page. Yep. So, yeah, uh, if you want links to that awesome Weebly site that I'm definitely not (laughs) shitting on right now, that will be in our episode description along with links to transcripts, our sources, other resources, and all the social media, credits, etc. The good stuff. You know, the things that you want to click on, we got those. Speaking of things to click on, there's like a subscribe button and you want to hear more of this show, click on that. It's a good way to do it. Even if you don't want to hear more of the show, just hit subscribe anyways. Like, around and find out. Please do. (laughs) Yeah. uh, And if you are feeling really fresh and sexy and frisky and want to support us on our Ko-Fi, we got one. We do. And the day we're recording this today is Giving Tuesday. So yes, if if you are feeling giving and want to help us reach more folks with ADHD, the Ko-Fi link is, it's in our link tree. Mm -hmm. Which is on our Twitter and our Instagram. Sure is. Yep. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that's it. That really is it. That's Did you it, have, baby. What? Do we want to swing out on an outro question? Oh, yeah. All right. So let's get to the nitty gritty. The real important personhood related, you know, deeper philosophical questions. Yes, of course. Related to college. The deep, deep facets of the college experience. Okay. What was your go-to party drink? Oh, no. Drink? <laughs> this is going to make me look like such a prick. Yeah, but you know what mine are, so. Oh, gosh. Um, either just a bottle of, mom, plug your ears, a bottle of rosé. You Actually, say that, like your mom doesn't also like to drink wine with us. Yeah, no, like. that's true. She'd probably be like, <laughs> at least it wasn't Jaeger. Um, a <laughs> bottle. are so cool. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, mom and dad. Uh, it was either just like a bottle of Washington Rosé from the co-op, mm-hmm. or I got really into this drink that was like a variation on the Greyhound, which is grapefruit juice and gin, and it was that plus uh, some rosemary and honey simple syrup and just like a pinch of salt, which sounds weird, but was really good. I got very into making those for a while, okay. or just a shot of vodka and a pickle. What were yours? Well, now I'm embarrassed to say. <laughs> you cannot be no, more I pretentious don't. than me in this moment. So why oh, don't you I'm just like worried about that. bring us back down? I'm going to take us all the way down to like below the surface right down into hell. Because that's Oh, where no. Well, okay. Was it Jaeger? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it really just resulted in um, one of three options, really, when mm-hmm. I was an undergrad anyways. And grad school a little bit, you know. May or may not be some things that I wouldn't say no to now. The main one that I feel like I really got into in undergrad was Four Loco. Oh, no. I would not do that now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's all, that's definitely on the side of, like, would not mm-hmm. would not try that again. Mm-hmm. But that was a really big thing for me. I would just get a Four Loco or, like, two Four Locos ready to go. Is that Would that be eight Loco? Sure. Uh, I was a big fan of Four Loco in my day. Uh, just shots of Fireball, something about cinnamon whiskey. That. Yeah, you know. Uh, but the other one that I still maintain is a very, very good drink mm-hmm. is Blue Powerade and Malibu Coconut. Okay. Because the way that it mixes together, mm-hmm. the Powerade cancels out the liquor taste. What? So it just tastes like coconutty Powerade wild and so like it just tastes like funky juice (laughs) i feel like that should be its own college drink funky juice 
Yeah, I guess, you know. Would that just be like all of our collective drinks mixed together? I think that's just jungle juice. I think that's <laughs> what they call it. Um, no, I'm uh, talking about like our own like Orlearn Parkour copyright funky juice. I hate that. Well, that should be like Four Loco and Rosé. I hate that. Stop that right now. Stop that. I We're didn't ending say it the was podcast. A good okay, okay, I'm, right, okay, I'm Lex. Okay. I'm Jordan. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm Jordan. I'm Lex. This has been Orlearn Parkour. Two bats. I'm coming. <laughs>